0: Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness Podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor.
1: Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast, which, as many of you will know, is sponsored by myself. I'm Sarah J. Naylor, the midlife coach. I'm a podcast host, who knew, speaker, writer, author, businesswoman, and you can find me over at sarahjnaylor.com. Not want to focus too much on all the sponsorship bits, I like to just get on with the show. So I'm going to hand over to my uh, lovely guest to introduce herself. But it's a a returning guest and if you've enjoyed this episode at the end, you can go and find uh, the recording we did together. Probably about, uh, oh, it could be about 80, 80 odd episodes back, 80 to 100 because... I recorded an episode with Louise in the early days and I've just had 150 podcasts out there now so it's yay! sad <laughs> time flies by anyway I'm going to hand
0: over to the absolutely wonderful Louise gorgeous Louise lovely 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 Louise to introduce herself to you I'm Louise Budgen I'm a life coach and spiritual mentor and I like Sarah I'm here on a mission to help the midlife woman the midlife woman who has a lot on her plate she may be a businesswoman she may be Not a businesswoman. She doesn't have to work. She could work. She might be divorced. She might be an empty nester. But there's a lot of life and a lot of challenges go on in your midlife. And I'm very much wanting to champion that woman to help her to step into her own value as a woman in these midlife years, which can be very, very messy. And then you get the menopause thrown in as well, and you can just become you can become a mess, can't you? So and lost and all the things that we don't want women to be in. What is actually historically known as the main event? Midlife is your main event. We need stepping up and really rocking midlife, and that's you know I've just got that that brand trademarked rock midlife because I do see that as really what we should be aiming to do. Let's let's rock our midlife. My belief, Sarah, is that you can't actually avoid crisis in your life. Challenges come, as I've had lots, and you've had lots, and. and it's how you deal with them. So when I say rock midlife, avoid the crisis, I am saying learn to rock midlife. When the crisis comes, you will still be rocking midlife because you've got the tools and you've worked on yourself.
1: Absolutely. And that is it because I think you you go through life, you have all these sort of expectations. I think from a, from a child, you reach, you're reach eager to be, reach your teens. From your teens, you're kind of like wanting to get to 18 and 21 and then you're wanting to do this and do that. And suddenly you sort of you can almost find yourself down a route that really maybe wasn't necessarily one of your choosing or it's taken you down a path that you didn't want to go but then when you get to that midlife point your children are off your hands potentially or you say empty nest or you suddenly get to that point to think of oh right well who am i where am i i'm at a crossroads there are options but i don't really know what i want i don't know i've lost lost my mojo as you say the the, the menopause can impact you and there's just so much stuff going on but it's disseminating that and getting to know you and what fires you up and what what makes your midlife rock as you said though it's it's having those tools and when you learn those tools when you have them in your armory you can really deal with the stuff I mean like you were saying I mean you've had crikey I I would say more more than most thrust at you I mean and I know I've had a lot in a different respect but having had and gone through all the training personally
0: you know those tools help that resilience don't they they do and when you realise actually how much you do know in your midlife, uh, how many women don't know, that's when you think, right, okay, I need to drop completely into service to help all the women that, that aren't yet aware of so many things that can, A, help them, B, that they just don't need to worry about. I was guided, Sarah, to write the, the guidebook, the workbook that I've done, which can help women over a very short period of time, six weeks. Six weeks they can work on themselves from the comfort of their own home, for less than 85p a day. Six-week course for £35, and it's called Rock Midlife, Avoid the Crisis. And I know, because the ladies that have done it already, it is about transforming your health, your relationships, and your happiness. And you're all about happiness, I'm all about happiness. This was written, actually it wasn't even written, I would say it was downloaded. Me, It was channeled to me, While I'm flat here, and I just thought... I love my one-to-one work it pays me very well I work with very interesting successful people there are so many women out there that don't have the opportunity to do that how can I help them and seriously this workbook just sort of went vroom and it isn't that dissimilar now to how it how it first came into me and I think it's amazing that I got out of my own way because I could have, as a midlife woman, thought, well, I don't know how to do a workbook, I don't know how to self-publish, I've never written anything. Oh, it might not sell, it's going to cost me a lot of money to print it, and oh, it could be a load of rubbish. I didn't, I just thought, no, I know I've got to do this. This has been creatively given to me for a reason, and that reason is that there are a lot of women out there that would love to, for less than the price of a manicure get their hands on this book so they can work privately on themselves because a lot of midlife women are almost shy they've almost got their back to the wall that they don't want to admit that perhaps it might seem silly that they feel like this or or they can't share really the honesty of their situation with another person and it's about allowing them to bring that to themselves first in a quiet contemplative journaling um, doing some exercise doing some tasks And they're very, very simple things. I ask that they start off with an honesty audit because if we're not honest with ourselves, we are never going to change anything. Most midlife women will say my three favourites, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. Everything's wonderful. They are absolutely not. And I know this because women tell me, that you know, behind that mask of, oh, I'm fine, or the new outfit or the new holiday or the new whatever, they're looking in all the wrong places for the answers and i know where the answers are because i believe my midlife challenges as you said i've had i've had more than of more than my fair share helped me to find out like you said who i am what i'm here for what makes me happy and I got out of my way and allowed myself to do all of that with bells on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that phrase is really, really important, getting out of your own way and identifying what fires you, are, what what, you, what you're passionate about. And once you identify that and you 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 roll with it and you have to be strong with it because there will be people that don't like stuff, as we know. And it's so important to roll with it. But as you say, it's identifying it in the first place. And I think with what you've done with creating this, this workbook to enable people to access that because... I've had this realisation for certainly in the last or say I guess probably I don't know, twelve months. Twelve to eighteen months that there's a lot of people out there that do need coaching but they don't understand the concept of coaching. They also almost need coaching to know that they need coaching because actually we all need coaching. We it's always good to have somebody that we can express ourselves with and be able to share our thoughts, our innermost thoughts, and you know, and have that safe environment and know that, that person's got you, they hold you. But how do you actually have that conversation with somebody without actually coaching them if they don't want to have the coaching? Oh well, I like you've just said. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I've just recorded an episode with a guy who had that sort of perfect life that people aspired to. But actually, he was holding everything in because he hadn't identified or hadn't been able to identify his sexuality. And he's suddenly with the onset of COVID and businesses breaking down, his relationship with his wife came to an end. And suddenly now he's able to be who he is and he's now helping with men's mental health, which is absolutely amazing. But if you don't, like you say, look inward or you don't do that, start to do that work on yourself, you're masking stuff up. And like you've said, you're looking for happiness in the wrong areas. No amount of materialism is going to make you feel happy. You have to do the work, the inner work, to make you feel happy. And in doing that, you do have to get out of your own way. If I hadn't have got out of my own way, I wouldn't have Gareth in my life. You know, the
0: truth hurts, but it also heals. You have to start at that place of truth, of looking at what is the truth of the situation, be it the truth of your health, be it the truth of your relationships, be it the truth of what you're actually doing to pass your time, and that could be work or not work. The truth is that you may just be doing it because you've always done it, but does it make you happy? And when you start to really see the truth of the situation, you can see your own interaction into that relationship or your health. And you just think, why am I doing this? Why am I self-sabotaging my health with whatever habits that people people... Why do I let people treat me like that? What does that relationship give me and I cover all that and I ask you know them to identify things like you know problem areas what what are their main three problems because maybe they've never even asked themselves that and that's quite a deep one in itself
1: isn't it? It sounds quite simple but actually to spend that time and be contemplative I' <laughs> saying that word slowly. But it is, isn't it? Because you can't. Uh, no, but it's it, it's spending that time, that meditative time, and that is so. It's hard sometimes. It's hard. Things are how we project them. If we say it's going to be hard, we will make it hard because we put what we put out, we get back. And it's then recognizing the thought process and going stop, reframe, reword. Let's let's think. Actually, I do have the time if I choose to make the time because we aren't our behaviour. It's what you prioritise and sometimes priorities can get wrong and it's all too easy. We you know, we both know, you know from your experience of life and I think we perhaps ought to touch on that even though there's another episode about that. We get into, a, into we become creatures of habit for a reason because obviously if you're having to think about everything that you did all of the time, you'd never get anything done because you go, oh, I need to put my hand forward and then the next leg forward and then walk and oh, think. So you get caught up into... A routine that suddenly becomes a comfort zone, but it's not a comfort zone, but it's a it's a familiar zone. And then when you break away from it, there's a lot of things that you know things happen because people don't like you doing something different because it kind of challenges them that they need to do something with their life. But you know when you have something massive happen like you did, that kind of goes right, Louise. <laughs> do share. I mean, obviously, I say if anybody really wants to listen to Louise's fabulous story, please do have head back um, somewhat and uh, search out Louise's earlier episode because it's very very inspiring and insightful so but yeah please if you wouldn't mind just helping the listeners today understand how you got to the point of where you are right now because I think it is
0: it's very poignant I was that very early midlife woman who was so busy she was too busy for life I'd got no self-care I'd got no I'd got no control over anything when I, I was just so so busy queen of juggling doing lots of different things for lots of different people I was lost, and I believe it was a car accident that was divinely guided to give me, long story short, post-traumatic stress disorder. Treatment from that blew my mind, literally, um, EMDR, and rerouted me onto all things mind-body connection and retraining as a coach, which was in really good stead. But it was the dis-ease in my life for a very long period of time with huge stress over the, you know, the 10 years beforehand that, i know had created a disease in my body and that i had cancer i had cancer twice in the space of of 2 years uh breast cancer and then lymph node cancer and it was through the healing of both those journeys this workbook really that the what is in this workbook is is what helped me heal but it was also what as a midlife woman coming back into into life needs i think it's like a, I call it a kickstart because it is a kickstart it's allowing you to go to a place where perhaps you've never allowed yourself to go to before in terms of honesty and really going having a deep deep dive to yourself nobody's marking this and i say this nobody's marking it friends have bought it and people that don't know me bought it and friends have said well, I say plug in but actually ultimately it's your work and it is your work for you to privately do on yourself and that in itself Sarah can freak people out because they think but am I going to change I don't know that I want to change the c-word I call it yes you are going to change but you're going to change for the better you know it's nothing to fear and you know you you've tapped on the fact that, you know, people don't always like to see you change. I would like to say that the positive changes that can come from this can create almost like a magical energy you can sprinkle over your nearest and dearest. I did a talk recently, um, Rock Midlife Life, Avoid the Crisis talk locally. And one of the ladies came up to me afterwards and she said, will you do a course, will you do like a talk for, for family members when the midlife woman's gone through this book? And I, and I sort of said, That's quite interesting because I just worry that I'm going to change so much that they're not going to know how to to be with me. And I and I just said, well, that's very interesting because you're obviously slipping into fear that you're going to change to be so unrecognizable to yourself. Yeah. To them. No pressure.
1: (laughs) Come out doing the can can do.
0: It doesn't really work like that. I said, you know, when you become. More aligned with who you are and what you want, you you naturally become happier. You naturally become confident, and you naturally become more trusting of the decisions you're making, and and more able to be in this different vibration of being kind and, and loving. And so, I said, I really don't want you to worry about that because I don't see that that is what actually happens 99 percent of the time.
1: Personal development, so it's a powerful thing, but I think people are very fearful. Like you've used that word already, that. they've become so familiar with the person that they are they feel safe in that guise as much as they might say they want to change they don't actually do the work to bring about the change because they are in that pattern of behavior of going I don't like it, but they get the attention from saying they don't like it, and that becomes, and that forms them and their character. Taking that step out, I mean, it's. I mean, my life's been, I think I feel a queen of change. It's just like change is the new constant, you know, and I think, you know, that's what COVID forced everybody to do, is just like embrace change. You've
0: got to embrace change. You'll never move forward. If you don't want to, that's absolutely fine. This isn't for everybody, but it's, it's for those women who I see them all over the place. They're searching for something. They don't that something is but they're all searching for something and that something will be different and unique to all of them I say in this workbook in this guide over six weeks if you just do these little tasks every day you will find that something because you will find yourself and you will know when I say you find yourself some people think oh that's a bit woo woo <laughs> oh I was out doing the shopping that's where I found myself <laughs> you'll find this this place of of calm and peace and happiness that you you you'll end up thinking well I'm really going to hang out here a bit longer because I like it in here because you've had this honest conversation with you You've, you've taken a bird's eye view you've looked at your bigger problems you've looked at your relationships and decided maybe you don't want to be hanging out with maybe toxic friends that don't ever give you anything they just take maybe you don't want to carry on being a people pleaser it just brings into the orbit of your life and your energy all the things that don't serve you for you See, because there is no right or wrong in filling this book out and there is no right or wrong in in anything anybody does but I reckon 50 people could complete this book and they'd all have a different interaction with it because we're all so different aren't we absolutely well we're supposed to be unique aren't we we're all supposed to be different
1: and it's what you're doing is taking somebody on a journey you're providing the sort of the thought process and the questions to, for them to sort of look inwardly but people have to be ready they have to want to they have to be curious they have to be keen to take that step and do something about it when I wrote my book which is more careers focused you know sort of take people down that sort of whole journey my book sort of brings in my coaching recruitment and spirituality into the book you know but there's there's a quote that I use in there by Rob Moore and he says the law of attraction without action is a distraction and that's so true you know you can't just say well this is how I want my life to be and expect it to sort of materialize if you're not going to put the work in but when you put the work in the magic does happen and you know you're as you as you well know that my, my life changed 18 years ago and I left my ex-husband after a, the end of a, a 20-year relationship which now I've realized that he was a narcissist and that's just something that's that's happened more recently but you know it's I've been on a full-on journey you know just finding myself and even as you know More recently, I've found more stuff about myself that, you know, when you're open to it, if your mind is open and you unlock it and you embrace it and you try new stuff and suddenly things that bring you alive and bring you joy. But when you radiate that outward, you will attract that in. And yes, you might lose the people around you that are trying to pull you down because they don't they don't like it because it makes them feel uncomfortable, what have you. But that's about their lesson. That's about their growth. And they need to work it out or not. It's their choice.
0: I really think that there's something that a lot of women don't allow themselves to do, and that is connect in properly to how they're feeling at a deeper level. And I weave this in through the actual workbook because I'm trying to get people to also connect into being a human being rather than a human doing because a lot, of, a lot of people are just doing life they're doing they're doing dinner they're doing they're not being in their life enough but the feeling part of it so every week I get them to acknowledge how they're feeling on each day now just by jotting a word down and it might be tired it might be energized it might be brilliant but I know without a shadow of doubt by the time they get to the end of of week six they will be writing down more positive works because they are connecting into how they're feeling and they are shifting the old to allow the new feelings of hope and possibilities to drop in for them whereas they they may start the book thinking oh it was only 35 quid I'll I'll just give it a go maybe but once they are really plugging in there they're getting to know who they are Sarah women don't know who they are. And and it may be because they've had children or they may not have had children. They may have had a really busy career. They haven't had the time, but now is the time if you are that type of woman who is still searching for something.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And you and it's, it's making that decision that you want to go deeper than a new pair of shoes, a new handbag or a you yeah, having your nails done, like you've said, and it's just, it's an investment in yourself. And once you do start to invest, I think this is a great way of people having that, yeah, women particularly, having that op- opportunity to have that first connection, like you said, with coaching, but through a sort of workbook that they can work, the way through what's it called louise i think you've touched on it a few times
0: oh it's, it's literally called rock midlife rock midlife avoid the crisis your kickstart workbook where are you
1: uh, where are you fl- where are you flogging your goods madam <laughs> Flogging my goods from my
0: beautiful zen zen den here in east sussex marvellous i do need to come down to your zen gen zen 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 den <laughs> I am pub- self-published it myself. I decided at this stage of the game, because it is a six-week course, I didn't want to put it on Amazon because you, as you know about the Amazon reviews, you need to, to get any decent ranking in there, you need reviews. Well, this is a six-week course. So I thought I'm going to wait till I've got lots of reviews and I may well print it on demand through Amazon. But at the moment, I'm, I'm very much, I've got links, I've got landing page, I've got a QR code. People can just very easily purchase it through my... Media, it's it's very much out there. And when I do events, it's just a QR code and and it goes from there. And and then I package them up in a nice pink, pink sparkly envelope with a little message from myself. Oh, that's lovely. How many books did you have printed? So the first one I had fifty, and they're all gone. So <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, how I, exciting! I've sold about seventy-five at the moment. So that's another, amazing. I had a um, hundred then done. So yeah, I'm, I'm working my way through those. I think you need a hay house book order that's what you need you need you need to manifest
1: hay house connectivity <laughs> I'd like to get my book reworked and republished because I mean it's been on Amazon it's, it's 8 years since I can't believe it it would be no 7 years hang on wait what year are we we're 20 we're 2023 20, yes we're in 2023 20, and I published it in 6 years sorry 23 I published it in 2017 and it's just like what? And I always had, I, I, there were three chapters we extracted from that book that was, I say we, it was my book editor and I. There were always plans to write another three books off the back of that. Then it kept on morphing, kept on changing, and they're still sat there. They need finishing because mine's, mine's more about understanding the self from a Career perspective, and although the content can help you find yourself generally, but that's for anybody. It's not specific, like you know, obviously midlife, but it is about doing the work. And I've had coaching clients come to me, and well, I've worked my way through all of this, and I've created. And in fact, I'd say I've created a digital program of mine. I guess you could turn yours into a digital online program as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and a number of people have said that to me. You know, is this available as a as an online course? And you know, myself and Tech Sarah, we have a. <laughs> one day I'm sure it will be one day but but for now I so this is the thing and you and I were talking about this beforehand I love my life and I really do love my life I've got some really lovely coaching clients and I've got this book and I go out to do talks and I do my own bits of social media I am not I do not want a massive business as in I'm working full-time I am working full time i I love the fact that I've created a balanced life and business. And for my health and my own happiness, that is really imperative. Money is a nice to have, but I've got enough money to make me happy right now. And, you know, a lot of people with coaching, they, they're chasing the money. I am, I am so not wanting to chase the money because then my balance of life comes out. I
1: so yeah well we've had many discussions about that over the over the last couple of years or so since we first met and it, it it's not about that yes money is a useful tool to have and it's nice that we are fortunate enough to be in the positions that we are in but we've both worked towards but actually chasing the money for the money's sake isn't where the happiness is it's you know you need it to exchange for goods and x extra and so on and so forth but there are always other ways of you know enabling things to happen, and it's that appreciation and gratitude for what you actually have i had a I had a premium bond win today Woo-hoo! <laughs> I haven't left the country, so you can tell that it wasn't the biggest. <laughs> it was a hundred pound win, but it was like, oh my gosh, that's the biggest prize win I've had for <laughs> premium bonds ever, and it was just like I now track there was something that was I was inspired to do by something else I read, and i I track my income what I've, whether it's been gifted it's, it's come in or whatever it is because actually when you do that even if it's a penny or a five pence or a mangled 20p that you fell whatever it is anything any coinage that you find if you just start to log everything that's given to you or gifted and the value of that you can start to see and because then it changes your mindset and you start to think about it then you feel more wealthy as a result anyway and it's about that gratitude and appreciation as as we both well know but yeah, it's, it's never about... It's not about the money. It's not about the money. And, you know, it's all about creating that life that you want to you want to live, but, the, you know, it is with you. And then you have got to have a degree of patience, as I'm discovering. I, I, I do believe patience is <laughs> one of my life lessons. But, you know what, I, I joke. But for me, you know, with my, my midlife, you know, it's it has been a heck of a journey since I was 39. Good grief, I've nearly had 20 years of this midlife malarkey. And... <laughs> Just so many twists and turns. I met a woman, an astrologer, in two March two thousand and fifteen on the banks. 2015? I don't even know what year we are. No, yes, 2015, on the banks of the River Ganga. She was an astrologer. She said, oh, you're going to have five years of hard work or whatever. So oh, that's nice, thanks. And something big's going to happen in the, I think it was towards the end of the year. I thought, yeah, that's my 50th birthday. That's what that is. But it wasn't. It was my ex-partner leaving me. And then, yes, I had five years of hard work. And then COVID hit. oh, thanks. <laughs> have some more but it is have it, i'm forever grateful that you know those tools that you you're teaching through your book are the tools that you know you and i have both learned that you're sharing through through that that medium but when you have those they make you we said it earlier more resilient you're more able to cope you can deal with stuff and it's just, life's a journey. It's not actually about the destination, is it? It's about the journey.
0: You need to be able to see yourself to then be able to appreciate yourself. I believe a lot of midlife women don't like to see themselves and they don't appreciate themselves. And and they, they continue to, I don't know, just continue to not love themselves as much as they should. And, you know, you and I know that when you love yourself, you, you radiate that love out and It just makes for easier in everything, easier days, easier ways you communicate. I mean, one of the ladies that tested, I had three testers in the summer last year when it was not in this particular format, just very rough. And I'll, I'll just read you what she said. She said, this kickstart workbook landed in my life at a very busy moment in time. Reading and completing, it certainly changed my perspective on myself. My relationships, especially, and allowed me to take a different way forward in communicating with others, more harmony and happiness for sure. She then says, oh, I'd recommend this workbook, blah, blah, blah. It's been life changing. So each person who did this workbook had a different take on it. Now, that particular lady, when I got that testimonial, I thought that is absolutely phenomenal because she was very much everybody else's fault it's everybody else's fault he's not doing this she's not doing that woe me mm, mm, type of thing not quite that but she was externally blaming everybody and and now she's done this she's looking you know allowed me to take a different way forward in communicating with others changed my perspective on myself and it's Mm, it's, that's powerful stuff powerful stuff another lady she put workbook is amazing stick with the daily tasks read and refer back to all louise's instructions they really do work and then I'll just take some words. to thank you for opening my door and giving me the tools to take with me on my adventures ahead. So excited to learn about me and love me again. I mean, that's, that's great, isn't it? And the other one, these are all in the front of the book. Journaling, walking through the woods, sitting still and listening to the birds all sounds easy. But how often do we stop and take stock when we're so busy just doing life? This Kickstart workbook not only gives you the tools to work through self-improvement, but also challenges how you think to achieve more calm happiness and self-love and then she says some nice things about me as well but oh that's amazing that's so lovely it is powerful to get this self connection in place and and with that connection you get a connection to all that is and i and i love i love the word isness because what is is you know we're living in this world aren't we and when you accept that you can take a moment to just do nothing just sit you start to see, and it's about shaking up and waking up your own awareness, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And taking that time to do it. And I know it's, you know, people might think, oh, it is hard to do it, but it isn't, because it's actually taking note and actually doing something about it. I mean, yesterday I was out of the office and I'd been, I'd driven like an hour, oh, I'd, I'd had a nightmare the night before, I'd been to, off to meet my, actually, Pete, <laughs> who will be editing this, my podcast producer. He was treating uh, the regional um, area of his clients to a curry. And I'd driven into Leicester and back and couldn't find out where to park. Spent 25 minutes trying to park around the restaurant. There was just nowhere and ended up driving home again. So I missed the curry and I'd spent two hours driving. I was really knackered and I was really frustrated and frazzled. And then yesterday, to the day of obviously recording this, I went and met a couple of my friends over in Litchfield. That was an hour's drive. And it was great meeting up with them. But I got home and I was wiped out. I was really drained, Just, just drained. And I just thought, no, I'm just, I'm not going back into the office. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just going to stop and do nothing. And that's what I did. And this afternoon, I went to the shop, I needed to nip out and get a couple of cards. And and then I came back and had a cup of tea and just sat in the garden in the sunshine. I just thought, I've, I've got to do more of that. Because, you know, like, you, know it's, you can all too easy get caught up in that doing even with all the tools in the toolbox. And you actually have to go, stop,
0: no. And and with this type of work, as as you and I both know, once you actually fully feel the power of the benefit of it, you suddenly have got more energy. You suddenly, you are seeing things from a different perspective. You realise you're not moaning because you're not listening to the negative chatter. Life takes a different form. And with that, life is is just, I mean, I'm going to use it, lighter and brighter and, and... yeah. It is, like, oh, absolutely. You enjoy it more, you know. You enjoy the moment of each day. I mean, Sarah. I don't know about the, whether there's something in this, but I sing all the time. I'm not a singer. Oh, <laughs> I walk around the house singing. I love my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, I like to have when something comes on the radio. If Gareth's with me in the kitchen, we'll have a we'll have a boogie together, and it's quite often we'll dance together, which is great. It's like. <laughs> But it is you 've got to bring that lightness in haven 't you it 's just so important if that 's not there, stop, take stock, have a think. what can you do differently, and how can you shift your perspective what, what is, uh, when I got divorced when I left my ex husband I recognized that opportunity right there and then this was I was having an opportunity to have a second stab at life in this lifetime now i 'm sure you your belief is like mine that I believe we have loads of lifetimes and the lifetimes that we have we choose to have the the lessons that we have, and until we learn those lessons, we will keep having them presented. So I also then thought, right, (laughs) you buggers, I'm not going to keep (laughs) on. in the same lessons again i'm going to learn what i can in this lifetime so i don't need to come back and learn them again because hang on a minute and it's about working your way towards i hesitate to use the word enlightenment but i suppose enlightenment it's lifting you up it's it's making you lighter is the word enlightenment that's what it that's that's what it really means is you know lifting yourself up you're not bogged down by the weight of stuff and it doesn't mean to say even when you're doing this you know you're not going to get more stuff come up but you you get a different stuff come up because you know you've you've got rid of one lot of stuff which <laughs> and there's some more coming along but the quicker you get to learn it which is why when i have do feel like i'm having a down day i, I allow myself to breathe into it Give myself that permission to breathe through, because I know I'll kick myself back up the ass and go back on with it. For a couple of days' time.
0: I absolutely agree with what you've just said. And golden nuggets are in every single challenge. Golden nuggets of development. Golden nuggets of lessons are in every single challenge that we're presented with. But only if you choose to see it that way. I've been challenged quite recently in a friendship, actually, and. It's been really interesting because I was able to see why that that had to be the way it was because I needed the space, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, yeah. And so it's almost like just trusting, and this is all about dropping into deep self-trust, trusting that whatever happens, it happens for a reason. So don't hanker after, oh, but I wish. No, just accept that actually that was meant to be for lots of reasons that you don't yet actually fully have in view or fully understand. But there's a bigger plan at play for all of us, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Whatever we think we might want isn't necessarily... You know, you can think that, and then different things are presented because there's stuff that we are supposed to be having, not the things that we think we want. It's it gets quite complex, and <laughs> but you know, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, and I had to at the beginning of December last year, literally surrender and just go. I cannot do any more than I've done, and I just had to let go and just go. All right, whatever's going to be is going to be. I can't. I cannot do anymore let go and here i am still here hurrah <laughs> but
0: that was what you're supposed to do right there and then
1: yeah again just recently like you've just said challenged relationship wise tough hard you know and it's, it's made me question a lot of stuff but you know i'm now getting to a process that i feel i'm back feeling grounded and understanding and know where i need to do what i need to do to move forward and Retain that
0: patience somehow. (laughs) You've mentioned patience a couple of times. uh, So is patience one of your big big lessons that you... Uh,
1: Do you know what? It's really interesting because I think in so many ways... I am so incredibly patient. In fact, I think, I've you know, patience has been an overdone strength in so many areas. But then in terms of patience with myself, when I've decided I want to do something and move forward, it's that, you know, yeah, I want to do it and I want to make it happen, you know, like Gareth's house sale taking a year when it really ought not to have taken a year. There was absolutely no reason why a new build should
0: have... St- there was a reason. <laughs> Season, and That's yes, why it, it happened like that. Yes,
1: I know, but it's not helped financially. It might have
0: been one of your patience lessons, Sarah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm patient. I am patient. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting. I did um, an astrological. Yasmin Boland downloaded that, in the sort of the the, the stuff that comes through when you you, you download your chart. There was patience. I go, oh, yes, all right,
0: patience. <laughs> I hate you. Because there's a divine planet play, and even when we we sort of throw in our wishes and they're, they're taken on board. They still, it's not immediate. And if you keep changing what you want, which happens with a lot of people, you may get what you wanted before because they were working on that. This is how I like to see it anyway. But patience in just trusting that whatever it is you want, if it's right for you, if it's if it's right for your higher self, is actually already been ordered. Yes, absolutely. And your intention and your actions, as you were saying about your quote earlier... You just need to trust and be patient that it will happen. Exactly. Well, I've written down what
1: my, the, the, what I would like now, because I've had various guises of the same sort of format along the way. How I wish my life to be now. But it, when I did wrote my book and whenever I deliver my talk about sort of, you know, creating your career and uh, manifesting your dream job, etc., I talk about getting that clarity of what it is that your job looks like. Who is it you want to work with? What kind of environment? What do you enjoy doing? What makes your heart sing? What's the environment? Where do you work? Are you indoors? Are you outdoors? Is it a big business, small business? All of this detail, uh, because it's important to have an idea of what you are going shopping for? Because you kind of don't go into a
0: shop and go, hello, I'm here. And what am I buying? I don't know. I don't know what I want, but I'll spend £100. You don't do it that way, do you?
1: No. no, no, no. I mean, you can go in and shop randomly and you can pick stuff up, but those are the people who jump from job to job to job to job to job on a CV because they've not spent that time reflecting and thinking about what it is they actually want to do. Anyway, we're going off the a tangent onto careers now, and that wasn't the plan.
0: <laughs> Interesting, though, because what you're saying there, you said it right at the beginning, that we can end up living a life that, we didn't plan and uh, and that is what can happen if we don't know what we do want and you know this rock midlife avoid the crisis is about bringing into alignment what it is you do want with the skill set of how to cope with these messy midlife years and and then you can start to rock and you can have the life that you want so you know when I say I love my life I, I actually really love my life I really do and but it's not always been easy Sarah and you know My nearest and dearest and closest friends will say, oh, my God, do you remember when you first moved into that house and you were living in a caravan? And do you remember when you were ill and everything? So it's accepting where you are, but you won't stay there. So plan for where you want to go, because I always did have this vision and I never lost that vision. So it is it is about. Trusting that there is there is a beautiful plan at play, but you have to meet it halfway. You can't just exactly. wish. You know, you said earlier intentions and actions. And I'm curious for who you are and what you're here to do. We're all here for a reason. I strongly believe we're all here for a reason. Absolutely, I
1: totally agree with you. But just to pick up before we wrap up, is that you you were saying about having that knowing where you want to go? It's like getting into a car. You kind of generally when you get in your car and you're going out, or even for you leaving the house, you kind of know where you're going. And then and because you know where you're going, you know which route to take. And there might be signs along the way that you, you sort of go off in different directions, but invariably, you're not suddenly, if you're heading to Wales, you don't suddenly head up to Scotland, do you? Because you, you're kind of like, right, no, I need to go to Wales. I know that sort of tartan shop up there looks nice, but I I, I do need to get to Wales in the next sort like, of couple of hours or whatever it is. And that's why it's important to have that clarity because you know that direction you're going into. Because if you don't, you, you kind of get in the car and you're going, well, okay, I'm in the car. <laughs> Hello.
0: Naturally, you know, when you work one to one with a life coach, I always could use the inner, having, the analogy before that you know it's like having you, you are going on that journey, and I'm sat next to you, but I'm not going to tell you which way to go, I'm just there to help you along the way and challenge your thinking, encourage you, and hold space for you. Because coaching, as you and I both know, is not about directing, it's not about teaching, it's not about consulting it's about holding space and having powerful conversations for the coachee to have those beautiful moments where they go oh my god it all makes sense now or oh my god a light bulb i want people in the workbook to have those as well and and i believe that they they can have those because you can create this same environment for yourself by working on yourself, and I hope that the guide, which is 180 pages, Sarah, for 35 pounds, creating this, I created what I know I would pick up and think, oh, I'd like to write in that, or, or that's that's quite pretty, or that's quite... so it's got big writing in there, and everybody that opens it up they say, oh, God, it's got big writing.
1: <laughs> Do you know what? That's funny because I so many of my friends who've got sort of <laughs> midlife. I look over the phone, look at the phone, and the phone, the lettering on the phone. I go, Good lord, that's huge. <laughs> And I've got my plus five and plus three lenses, so you know I needn't speak, but (laughs) it comes to us all. Oh, Louise, we could, as we know, we could talk for absolutely hours and usually we do. Oh, thank you so much for coming back on and doing another wonderful, wonderful episode. So can you remind people how they can get hold of you again, please? Okay,
0: so on Instagram, I am louise.budgeon. I also have a website, which is, funnily enough, www.louisebudgeon.com. And from there, you can, there's a little book icon on the top right hand corner. You can click on that and you can order the book or on the social media, on Facebook. I'm Louise Budgen as well. So yeah, you can find me in order. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. It's been, I, lo- oh, I just love doing my guest episodes. It's just so great. And I love having, I love talking to Louise. It's just so wonderful. Ah, you just feel sort of like, ah, when you've been in Louise's company, it's just always awesome. <laughs> It's always awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know how to get a hold of Louise. You can get a hold of me at com. And yeah, thank you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review, subscribe, do whatever it is you do on your platform. And until next time. You know, rock your life, whether you're at midlife or not, just rock it. Get to know yourself, be yourself. It's great when you acknowledge and accept who you are and live in your own skin and your own truth. Right, that's lots of love from me, lots of love from Louise, and that's goodbye until next time. Take care, lots of love. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's Sarah at jnaylor.com.